Welcome back again to another episode. I am your host, Tolu, and I've got Dave. Dave, how you doing, man? Hey, bro, I'm doing good. I'm Yo. Doing good. Yo, obviously, this is a special episode, of course. We are not going to really discuss fantasy throughout this podcast. Um, certainly, I feel like even just for the next uh, couple of game weeks, or at least, sorry, I say game weeks, for the next couple of days, I'm going to be discussing with a different uh, bunch of people around what has just happened uh, in Europe. And of course, if you're living under a rock, you know that the uh, Europe Super League has essentially destabilized what is known as football in all of Europe, at least for the last couple of days. As we speak, all the uh, six English clubs seem like they are on the verge of leaving said Super um, Super League. So Dave, first mm-hmm. of all, how do you feel about it? I know you're a Chelsea fan. How do you feel about this whole situation? Well, for me, I, I was... At first, I didn't know what was going on, right? It's like, oh, nice. Another, like, you know, new competition, you know, just like they had the UFO Nations League and, uh, you know, some other stuff, like, you know, that they're always trying to do. Um, yeah, but then I saw outreach. I'm like, okay, so what's going on here? And then I see that this is actually not by FIFA or UEFA, but something that, you know, led by Paris. And we have these big teams, top teams in all leagues, trying to uh, go aside. Yeah. So, we're an independent league, right? And it's like, okay, like, what's the catch here? And it came down to the money, right? Yes. And, <laughs> you know, and then, okay, who has signed up? Uh, you know, and I see the teams that are signed up, and I didn't know how to feel. Uh, I had to, I researched on it, I thought it was literally going to destroy everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, of course, as a huge, huge football fan, the been you know the biggest sport for me since growing up. It's like okay, nobody should mess with my sport, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, to be honest, it's just absolutely, absolutely annoying that you know somebody could even consider doing something like this, which would really pretty much kill football competitively. It won't be the same if this goes through, you know. So I, I love how, uh, you know, some of the English teams are pulled out, Man City pulled out, Chelsea pulled out. Um, you know, um, I'm seeing something saying they might to proceed with it without those things. Yeah. And that is scary. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, I mean, so, so to what they've said, of course, like the, the original plan was to have 12 founding players. I said 12 founding teams, um, Arsenal, mm-hmm. Liverpool, Chelsea, Manchester United, Manchester City and Tottenham. Uh, of course, mm-hmm. even within that now, um, Chelsea has obviously put in their withdrawal, Man City as well. Um, United today announced that they're going to be leaving and Arsenal as well. Uh, I believe Liverpool are potentially going to leave. I'm not sure if that's been announced yet or not, um, but we do mm-hmm. know that Jordan Henderson has put out his own statement saying he is not a fan of it at all and the players are with him where they say that they do, no, right. they do not want to be a part of this at all. Um, right. So that leaves us with Tottenham. We do not know where their own position is. Of course, we know that they just sacked their own coach in uh, Jose Mourinho. So certainly mm-hmm. they are in a different ballpark entirely. Um, for me, watching it all unfold, I, I am very like I'm suspicious of the timing of it because they didn't mm-hmm. wait until the season was over to announce it. 
right? Mm. There was also the UEFA were also meeting as well separately to determine the new league format that they want to do. Um, And they literally just intercepted it and announced it almost like what the day or two before that meeting happened. So for me, there's, there's a suspicion there. And I think in my next podcast, I'm going to have one of my uh, friends who is a PhD in sports law and one of the um, leading thought leaders in that space, um, who's going to maybe be able to give us a little bit more. But certainly, I'm curious to all that, and obviously, UEFA's jurisdiction and all these other things. So for me, clearly, I felt like this was a play and it's posturing. I I did not see this as a legit thing for me in Mm -hmm. my own mind. Uh, I thought it seemed Mm -hmm. too rush, rush. Like there was no... Like, what do you mean you just, like, Arsenal just played in Europa, Chelsea just, you know, got into the Champions League um, semi-final, and all of a sudden, you just, we one day, like, oh yeah, so we're leaving, bye, <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah, so, right, so, right. It's, it's all, it's all very, very, yeah, that's a good catch. I never really, you know, paid attention to all that detail. Mm-hmm. Definitely, I mean, it's, I mean, so yeah, I think, the, I think it's serious, though, I mm-hmm. think. I think Perez is actually serious about it because that you know you can see you can see what they benefit from a profit standpoint, and then you get all of these numbers coming out numbers that fans have, have generally not paid attention to, but you know, which mm-hmm. is like you know the fact that for example last season we have made about three billion in revenue uh, in the Champions League, and you get that you know the winners only get you know just. A, a little fraction of that, you know, just like a couple of millions, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, it, those are facts that we never really cared about much before. Mm-hmm. And now, jumping out, uh, you know, and, you know, this is something where they they they, 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 they actually will, if this is successful, mm-hmm. which is almost impossible, you know, they're going to they're gonna benefit a lot financially. So I think that's, I think that's like the pool that's yeah. that's the card for uh, uh, somebody like President Perez to yes. do this, and I think he, he really does need to do it. Mm. I mean, so I, I, again, so if we're looking at for me from a financial perspective, right? We, we know that, for example, Real Madrid is clearly over leveraged. Um, Juventus is also over leveraged, and Barcelona is definitely over leveraged. So I see where those guys need a project like this. I fully see that, right? Um, you look at you know the the Uniteds of the world; they are also overspending. But then on the flip side, though, City and Chelsea did not need this, right? These guys have money, and they are backed by people with money to burn. So for me, I know obviously those guys join simply because like if, if top four are doing something and they're not part of it, it's going to be like, ah, your mates are doing this thing. What's wrong with you? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He has, this, he has this very like Nigerian, like, can't you see what your mates are doing? Do they have two heads kind of thing? <laughs> so, so we know that that is, that is where the City and Chelsea situation was. Now for me, even with AC Milan, uh, Inter Milan, I, I, I'm still not sure why those guys went ahead with this. But again, sem- certainly if Juve is doing something, you don't want to get left behind. I, I see that piece mm-hmm. for them. Atletico, mm-hmm. I don't really know why they had to join. Maybe again, similarly, Real Madrid, Barcelona are doing something you don't want to get left behind. Similarly. Right. And I feel like no right. one has even talked about anything about Atletico Madrid. Like anytime you're looking at all the papers, everybody understands why all the others are like greedy and, you know, trying to be there. But Atletico, no, mm-hmm. was, no one has even mentioned them. It's almost as if like, they're just like the small brother that nobody cares about. Right. right. And it's, that's very, it's very interesting. I think on a baseline level though, I mm-hmm. think everything 
get the benefit, right? regardless of whether you, what your financial status is currently, mm-hmm. whether or not you're in the green or in the red, right? Like it's just a lot more revenue, you mm-hmm. know. If if they're going to actually split the the revenue from that kind of massive, massive, massive league, yeah, then they're just gonna end much more than they really ever had, mm-hmm. you know. So I think that's that's a baseline for any team, regardless to want to be a part of this, I, in my opinion, anyways. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously, you have the, the German league, uh-huh. who, who who seems to be ahead of everyone else, you yeah. know, in the sense that uh, they actually can't just up and leave, even if they wanted, based mm-hmm. on uh, the format. I, I'm not, I don't have, like, the, I didn't research it enough to have, like, you know, all of the details. Uh, that's, I, I always leave that to you. You're the man. You're the man of the yeah. past. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, like the German teams are, are pretty much not even allowed. Yeah. So it seems. So, <laughs> yeah. No. You know, Ger- no. German teams. German teams are just something else. Like there's, those guys. I feel like Germany just runs at a different um, way from right. the rest of Europe. It's just. I feel like Germany, right. in a weird way, has this um, interesting thing where, like, they are in Europe, but they don't really act like Europe, Absolutely. like the rest. Europe, like, they right. just have a very different way of doing things, I feel. Right. They're like a, they're like a, they're like a China in Europe. Pretty much. So to speak. Pretty much. <laughs> just a powerhouse. And everyone's just like, why do these guys always act very different from the rest? It's just, <laughs> it's just somehow. Um, <laughs> Even to the way Bayern itself is run, you know, and the way their career is and just, Everything. Yep. Just, like know, the way they really accept difficult. young talent, the way they run their club, you know, that right. 50 plus one role and things like that. Like the right. Germany is just always different. Right. Um, but it's obviously one of the things I like about them. Um, German efficiency and things like that. But again, that's beside mm-hmm. the point. Now, obviously Germany mm-hmm. can't play, or at least they're not going to play a part in this. The thing that mm-hmm. I was also a little concerned by, right? It was England, Italy, and Spain, right? right. That was it. No interest, it seems, from France. No entrance from Portugal. And so Mm. it's interesting to see, like, do these leagues also in part feel like they are running away from the rest of Europe? Is that, is that part of why they Mm. thought this was going to be a good idea? Because imagine a league like Mm. that without PSG at all. And they felt like, eh, we'll be all right. Right, 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 right. I can see your point. And I, I, again, I haven't really thought about that. That's a, that's a good point in the sense that, um, you know, I think I think from a pure financial standpoint, mm-hmm. I think of course we have the Premier League, which is the is, you know the heavy the giant in terms of just pure um, revenue. Yeah. Um, overall, as a complete league, I don't know about you know the top four versus um, Madrid and Barca, but I know that overall Premier League is the most lucrative, mm-hmm. and of course Spain because yeah. those guys just always have you know the best players. Um, you know, when you, when you bring those two together in the first place, it already tells me it's a money-driven thing. Um, <laughs> yeah, pretty much, pretty much. Yep. <laughs> you know, um, so I think I think I think that just almost solidifies the fact that it's more a money move mm. because if you don't have Porto or France, then you know we both know that Porto, neither Porto nor France are really, really. Uh, apart from PSG, of course, mm-hmm. um, you know, Porto, Portuguese league is always known for building talent and, you know, selling them off, you know, to the other clubs at the ridiculous price, right? So they're yeah. not, they're not very heavy on, on, you know, 
when it comes to actual branding and you know the monetary part of things. So that that's the first thing that kind of struck my mind. Like, you know, yeah. England and Spain, um, you know, in itself are the, the major uh, money money uh, machines of the mm. of the soccer world. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, so that that that's my opinion. I I don't really know for yeah. for a fact, but that's what jumps out at me. Yeah, no, you know, it's, it's not, it's not, it's not, it sounds right about right about on track, right? Because like, obviously, we know we know that um, the English is one of those rights that people fight for, and of course, I've been sports mm-hmm. broadcasting now, so I certainly know that the Premier League is by far the one that run away. Um, then obviously La Liga mm-hmm. as well, and then you know Serie A is also um highly fought mm-hmm. over. Right, uh, right. You know, obviously, even for us in Canada, um, I do not even know who the major rights holder is for uh, Ligue 1. Like who who owns that right for Liga in 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 Canada? I'm not even aware, um, but I know certainly mm-hmm. for all the others. So that that tells you essentially that France and PSG should probably even also sit sit down and figure out how to make their own league a little more approachable, um, for similar reasons. Because if this were to happen again, right now, obviously now right. we we it seems like it's going to fall apart. It seems like as we are recording this, mm-hmm. but if if in the future this were to come up again, it is very possible mm-hmm. that people would ignore France one more time. Easily, like yeah, yeah, the way it's going. Yeah, because when you think of France, mm-hmm. you know, you PSG, and mm-hmm. then oh, <laughs> you, know, you, you have to you almost have to pause to to bring out you know the other names, you know, yeah. and that that in itself is a is a big 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 time flaw in terms of marketing. You mm-hmm. know, you you know you you already you already have a, a flawed structure if all we can think about is is one thing. Correct. Uh, that's why you know. The birth of Atletico under um, under uh, the manager, I forgot his name, is is something that Spain is has to be entirely grateful for because the the, the powerhouse of Madrid and Barca was just too much before, and then Atletico decided to you know yeah, Diego Simeone, yeah. yeah, exactly, and Diego, yeah, right, thank you, mm-hmm. and then you have uh, Italy that obviously Juventus, AC Milan, and Inter, regardless of how badly they they do, mm-hmm. you know, in a season, they will still have that pull. Right. And I think that's what this uh, league was really going for, those names, you know, mm-hmm. when you share them, <laughs> you know, um, of course, that's why you have English, the English Premier League with, you know, with more than, you know, with like six teams because, <laughs> they're just, they're, England, yeah, they are known, <laughs> they are known, six, yeah. You know, everybody knows these guys, right? Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, no, it's certainly like it, it. It's obviously unfortunate, right? Like all, all things considered, because mm-hmm. it seems like obviously all of England is now going to walk away from this thing, and it seems like Fiorentina mm-hmm. Perez is, is like he is stubborn, and it seems like he's still going to try his best to keep going ahead with the Super League things mm-hmm. without the English teams. Again, based on what we know right now, yeah, at this moment, um, <laughs> it's it's going to be interesting to see how this all pans out. I know no one else wants to join, but if potentially, right this were to continue. Mm. My, my first thing was, I didn't, I didn't particularly like the six English teams staying in it. But mm. if you think about it though, the Champions League by default always has Real Madrid, Barcelona, mm. Atletico Madrid, again, in the last, what, eight seasons by default. Mm. Those three guys are usually there. Juve right. has usually been there. Now the others, AC Milan and Enza have usually not. City right. has usually been there. Manchester United has usually been there again, other than mm-hmm. the time when they fell out completely. Um, right. Now it rotates between the rest of England. So if they had made a way where, okay, we are going to reserve spots again, similarly like Champions League, 
<laughs> right? For certain yeah. for certain clubs, and let's say there was a playoff for, for example, um, all six of you um, English teams, all of you play each other to fill out the four, as opposed to whatever Premier League thing you are doing. <laughs> right? You only you only play that one to win. All of y'all just play separate tournaments. Mm-hmm. I feel like there could have been something interesting there. There could have been. The problem now just becomes mm-hmm. it's not UEFA that's running this thing. So right. as a result, it's going to scatter. I feel like there was something there technically that could have worked. I fully yeah, agree. Yeah, that, yeah. Mm-hmm. And you're absolutely right. I think when, you know, that's the industry wherever this is smoke, it, you know, it's probably most likely fire, right? Mm-hmm. And that's what, that's what really resonates with this whole concept of this uh, Super League because this is not the first time it's actually come up. I, when I did a quick Google check for it, mm-hmm. it's something that come up uh, in the early 2000s and it kind of, you know, died out steam and some people just call it rumors and all of that and then we see it reemerge. So even if um, this doesn't go through, I don't think it's a concept that is dead. I think it will always show itself one way or the other, you mm-hmm. know, and who knows? Um, but, you know, Paris is determined that this is the time. So mm-hmm. I think for him right now, he might just be trying to get this thing to happen, yeah. regardless of how few things are there. And then hopefully other people can, you know, see that, okay, this thing is actually happening. You know, mm-hmm. okay, maybe we should consider. So I think that might be what Paris is going for because the, the structure in itself and everything, like you said, it felt kind of rushed. And, mm-hmm. You know, what's really going on, you know? But like you said, there's something that can really, really come out of this. And yep. unfortunately, no matter how we look at it, the the teams that are regulars um, in world in world football, yeah. um, slash European football, that never really, you know, make it to the very top, mm-hmm. are going to lose big time. And that's where, that, that's what, that's what talks about, about this, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Yeah, man. Um, wow, what a <laughs> wow, 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 wow! What a what a real real thing. Like, um, so even literally well, as we speak, um, obviously another update from Fabrizio Romano. Obviously, was you know that was this guy <laughs> says things. It is true. Um, so his later one of his latest tweets, uh, Super League official statement: We are reconsidering the appropriate steps in order to reshape the project. We are proposing a new competition because current one isn't working. English clubs mm. have been forced to leave due to outside pressure. Um, that mm. was the quote. And at the bottom, it says it's going to be suspended. So that is literally mm. from Fabrizio Romano as we are speaking. So again, this is all changing in real time. And there's a lot going on. Um, and as you can imagine, there's there's just so, so, so much. Again, right. so, think, yeah, go ahead. Right. I think regardless, this is something that, is uh, like you said, you might actually be absolutely right about the fact that they were they always knew that this wouldn't work, mm-hmm. but they just wanted to spark that conversation based on the timing. You know, you know, based on this, who knows how UEFA is going to restructure things? You yeah. know, who knows if uh, just the fact that the, the 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 budget and the revenue versus how much these clubs are getting? Who knows if that that structure is going to change? Mm-hmm. Or who who knows if this Thing will actually eventually happen, you know, mm. just you know, based on them um, explaining things better and working, uh, you know, make it coming into an agreement or middle ground, right? Yeah. I think uh, ultimately this is this is going to spark 
the conversation that we've not been having. We've just been enjoying football, mm-hmm. but we've not really been having some conversation, mm-hmm. you know? Yep. Yep. So, um, again, just again, updating as we're speaking, um, mm-hmm. all English clubs have officially are set to leave officially. So it is now, official, mm-hmm. um, you know, all of them have output their official statement. Liverpool are also leaving. Um, Liverpool are out. So all English clubs are now officially set to leave. Um, Inter mm-hmm. Milan have also announced um, that they are no longer interested in the project. Um, Juve, <laughs> uh, we haven't seen anything from Juve quite yet. Uh, so mm-hmm. Juve and the Spanish clubs are still waiting for their unofficial position. Inter mm-hmm. are, are going to leave. AC Milan are set to leave as we're recording. Um, so, right. so, I mean, certainly it seems like it's already falling apart slowly but surely. That said, though, uh, yeah, go ahead. But the fact that these teams were all at all been on board, that is a big statement. Like, they're clearly only dropping off because, of course, you can't really do anything without your fans. Like, you're going to lose all your revenue if all your fans are, you know, just rebelling, right? So, of course, they're going to drop out. But these guys were willing to do this. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's, that is <laughs> that's true. crazy. That is true. That is very true. Yeah, it's, 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 it's one of those those wild things, right? If you think about it, right? Like how all these clubs came together. Again, this is 12 of them, right? Um, they, it's, right. Also, it's also rumored that they approached Porto and Porto didn't want to be a part of it. So it could easily have been 13. Um, mm. Again, no room, no no story at all of them even approaching PSG. It just seemed like they never seemed, never right. even bothered. I think they did approach Bayern, I think. But again, I would have to check up on the... On oh, the they must have. Yeah, they they um, definitely must have. Yeah, you know they have to buy it. Yeah. Oh man, you got it. <laughs> exactly. So I'm pretty sure they did, yeah. but there's there's no story at all of PSG being approached again. Um, but again, it's one of those things. Um, interestingly, uh, obviously Porto mm-hmm. being the only team out of Portugal. So again, the Portuguese league seems to have been left so far behind that it's never worth considering. Um, right. And then the other piece to this again is all the other surrounding nations are just again just completely ignored. Um, so <laughs> Ajax, for example, yep. ignored, considering that they've done quite well recently, um, just completely ignored yeah. the, the Dutch league, uh, completely ignored the Belgian league, completely ignored, you know, all these other teams that yeah. are, you know, the Turkish league that have Galatasaray and Abache. You would imagine that they at least maybe even mm-hmm. have a conversation around it. And I wonder if in the future, you know, if you ever don't get their act together, say in the future, someone were to have that sense of, you know what, I can be the new UEFA, right? I am done mm. having to compete with this UEFA guys. Let's create our own right. UEFA. And of course, now, again, quickly, just to give people some additional context, the NFL mm-hmm. happened similarly, right? Where there was an right. AFL, there was an NFL. And so someone mm-hmm. was tired of the NFL, created his own league called the AFL. And at some point they merged to become the broader NFL we know today. And again, for those are for just for right. those who are mm-hmm. in North America who understand this context, that's mm-hmm. American football. Mm-hmm. So the National Football League is actually made of two separate leagues that join together. If someone were to, you know, in Europe, figure out that UEFA is just so poorly run, um, clearly also a money grab. And I do want to make this clear. I do not think right. that the Super League was at the only villains here. The UEFA itself also is a villain, if we're being honest. UEFA themselves right. have always just been a money grab. If someone, were to come, if someone were to come along and say, hey, you know what? I can be your UEFA. This is how I can structure your money. I can make you all right. more. It will also be European-based. Right. You can also F- X, Y, Z, X, Y, Z, X, Y, Z. How right. do you think UEFA would respond? What are your thoughts? 
Right, right. I love, I love that train uh, you know, of thought because I think ultimately this will end up being for the good slash better of football. Even though it, you know it, it appears to look ugly, mm-hmm. but you know, uh, just you know, you're looking forward, and uh, I, I know that Paris is not going to let up. I know he's not going to give up. I know this is just going to be uh, one of those things where he just has to go back to the drawing board. So we already potentially have that man. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and you know if if that doesn't actually happen, it's going to force your effort one way or the other to restructure the money within football in Europe. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you know because it, I see how much how much of these things actually signed up for. Mm-hmm. That is not a joke. If if they actually decided that you know they didn't they were just going to do it anyway. Mm-hmm. Man, UEFA <laughs> would have to come to the middle ground because you can't lose all these things from your competition. Then I'm not, we don't, we don't care about it as much, right? So mm-hmm. yeah, this is going to spark a change. Um, I think this, there's something that needs to happen anyway. So this is this is going to spark that conversation. And I think if if if, if something is going to come up in the future. Yeah. Um, I think Pemberg is in a very, very good position for that because he has everything. He has all the experience, he has all the money, he has mm-hmm. all the influence. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he just needs to do this differently. Yeah. You know, do this a little more so that it doesn't seem like we are ending the entire culture of football because because <laughs> yeah. that's not nobody's gonna let that happen. You no. Know? Uh huh. Uh huh. I think, and I, I think you're right. Like, if Perez had found a way to do this without it seeming like we're going to dismantle everything that exists today. Right. There would there would have been probably more acceptance, right? Like, you know, like yeah. you know, it's really, yeah. all these like you know, especially you know, we know how well England responded. Like, it was overwhelming, and usually England don't agree to anything. Like, <laughs> you know, yeah. the, the English have had, you know, they do not agree to one thing. They're always very split, or there's you know, it's arguments about whatever. Easy. Had they found a way to even just make make it slightly more palatable, I am right. I am almost convinced that people would be willing to find an alternative to UEFA if one existed. Exactly. It's just a matter Correct. of... Absolutely. Yeah, so... Absolutely, and I think and I think UEFA themselves, if they have any... <laughs> if, they, if they have any sense, they should realize that, you know, whatever they're doing, they need to start listening more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and acting accordingly, because they can get it... They, can, they really could get it with it. It's going to suck for football because we're going to have... We're going to probably have a stretch where we won't probably have the best football. Yeah. Um, just because, you know, people are fighting each other. Mm-hmm. But ultimately, if this thing is going to actually happen and, you know, and they do it right, it can happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. 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 You're, you're, you're absolutely hit it on the head, right? If if someone finds mm-hmm. a way to do this properly, um, you know, we can just execute it. And I mean, again, now this also brings in the bigger thing, FIFA themselves. Um, right. <laughs> obviously, again, we do not have an alternative to FIFA. We do not have an alternative to UEFA. <laughs> so imagine, and again, keep in mind that FIFA themselves have already been known for a long time for being super, super corrupt for a really long time. Right. If we were to find a way to have an alternative to FIFA, I wonder, I wonder if people would be willing to try. But again, this is now the whole world. I don't think the whole world can agree. <laughs> yeah, FIFA is a little bit too much because yeah. it's just, Way too much involved with 
I mean, I I agree, but I'm just saying that in general, (laughs) one of the things we've seen, one of the things we've seen when it comes to doing things that are global, if you can find a way to get Mm -hmm. Europe to do it, usually you can find the rest of the world to come through. Like literally, if we think about all the major world events that have happened in the world, I'm just going to, Mm -hmm. you know, put some quick things out there. Europe was either in part some of it or they dragged everybody Mm -hmm. else. The two world wars were because of Europe. Again, they call it world war, but really they were European, FYI. Slavery were primarily <laughs> driven by the Europeans. Let's let's call it what That's it is. True. So I'm point. just saying, if you can find a way, <laughs> and even even quickly to mention, the headquarters for FIFA is in Europe. So if you can find a way to get Europe <laughs> to topple over, no, to have an alternative <laughs> to UEFA, it's very possible you can find an option to change FIFA themselves. Anyways. Right. That's, so it's not impossible. It's just it's going to be it's going to change the entire sport way too much. And I think it won't be worth it. I mean, you know, just for that reason. Um, yeah. Yeah. Honestly, me, I just want to see Bas Boos. <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> I just like to see K or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, well, that's funny. All right, man. Yeah. All right, Doc. Well, we'll, we'll drop this episode where it's at right here. And of course, we'll be back yeah. towards the end of this game week. Um, of course, as we are rolling through, Chelsea just drew nil-nil with Brighton. Um, certainly one of those interesting game weeks. We will leave it right at that for now. And then we'll do a game week recap, recap at the end of this week. All right, my G. Stay safe, man. Peace. Yeah, you as well, man. Enjoy.